I am Erin Patton, metaphysical master in the millennial age, and it is my life's purpose to guide you and organizations along an enlightened path. So I invite you to sit comfortably and tune in as I welcome you to the Meta Business Millennial, where we get the real conversations you won't get in the boardroom so that we understand this is exactly the path we need to be on in order to grow, evolve, and thrive. Greetings, I am Erin Patton, also known as Master L, and welcome to the Meta Business Millennial Podcast. I am joined here today from my sister all the way from Canada, Heather Lee Chapman. She is a holistic high-performance coach that helps you to guide you, guide you through your life, through yourself and your business. And this can be in more alignment with the Meta Business Millennial Podcast because this is what we talk about. Like, how do you have a holistic, a whole view of your life, your business, your personal things, your romantic things, and still be connected to yourself? So welcome, Heather, to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me on. It's such an honor and pleasure to uh, be connected with more people birthing the new earth of unity consciousness. Yes. Come on, unity consciousness. Because I like how you said that. Let's go on and get into what that means. What does that mean, this birthing of the new earth unity consciousness? Can you explain what that means? Absolutely. For for me, that means we all win or nobody wins. And um, we are being tested through trials and tribulations um, to show that we are worthy of our God-given powers that we've been given. And by, in order to have this and have full access to this, we truly need to become one. So energy is neither created nor destroyed, only transferred. So what we do to others, we do to ourselves. Um, and we really need to begin to see that God sees us all perfect, whole, and complete. Mm-hmm. There is no disability. There's nothing good or bad or right or wrong, except mm-hmm. for what we make it. Mm-hmm. And when we can come through things from a conscious perspective of what's in the highest good for ourselves and all involved, instead of um, what's trending or what makes me look good or what have you, when we can think of what's in the highest good for all involved um, and begin to use that as our guiding um, tool throughout the day and on all the things that we do, that's when we truly have that unity consciousness, when it's not just about us, but what serves us all. Yes, I love that you say that because that's it. And and I want to dig a little bit deeper into that with the part you mentioned in terms of it's not about what serves us, serves us all, because I often talk about we have to focus on ourselves first. And if it's not in service to us, then it won't be in service to all. So can you kind of break that down, you know, a little bit more in terms of the service to self versus the us in the now? Absolutely. And we always, you know, the saying is put your own oxygen mask on first. Period. (laughs) Period. We always have to take care of self in Mm -hmm. order to be able to serve others. We can't serve from an empty cup. And when we actually put ourselves first and what's in our highest good, not at the expense of anybody else, of course, leaving them in an impression of increase in what's in their highest good, but also ours. Mm-hmm. That's when we're also telling God, source, creator of all that it is that we see our worthiness. That part. And that's really, really important because that's one of the first steps in really working with the manifesting and working with the metaphysics is that self-love and self-care. Mm-hmm. 
we're in such a fast paced environment that we're always thinking about what's the next thing we have to do. And we don't get to pause and just be present and be beings and do what actually is going to make us feel good. Yes. We're always about checking off the next thing. So there's mm-hmm. an addiction to our worthiness. It is connected to our productivity. Mm-hmm. But we're actually just perfect, whole, and complete, just as we are. And if we just take a moment to do what makes us feel good, uh, love ourselves, uh, like this morning, I had some work to do. And I was like, you know what would actually make me feel better is going for a run. So that's what's going to serve me. That other work can get done later. And I'm going to do that because that's what's going to make me feel good. And then everything else I do throughout the day will leave everyone else with an impression of increase because I feel good. So I chose self this morning. Yes. And it's choosing to do that in all the things that we do, but always considering that it also leaves others with an impression of increase. So we don't have to uh, steal from others for us to win. We can actually yes. all win. Yes. And and I love everything you're saying is just resonating, resonating, resonating. And I'm just digging for the for the thought for the uh, listeners here because a lot of people would say what you did this morning is called procrastination. They'll be like, oh, you just don't want to do the work. You know, and you're just being selfish, you know, which I also am a proponent of the selfish, you know, acts of kindness. I call them. <laughs> um, and, and can you explain to those that may be, you know, curious or questioning or critical, you know, what's the difference between you putting self first versus just plain old procrastination? Well, first of all, procrastination is deciding not to do it, (laughs) right? Um, And I wasn't procrastinating. So what I like to say is we can't always keep our word, but we can honor it. Okay. Integrity in all areas of our life to ourselves and in our business. So we can't always keep our word and that's okay. But how do we restore our integrity with ourselves? So the work that I had planned for this morning, I moved it to a different part in my calendar. And now honor my word by doing that later right Um, and so and I know I will do it better later and in better energy and the things that I would do will be better because I changed my state so Mm. the physical and the metaphysical Mm -hmm. the working smarter is actually having our state how we're Mm -hmm. feeling being Mm -hmm. in connection with our higher self with Mm. our goals our desires and when we take that kind of energy also into the physical and the work is in alignment, then we get way better results. So it's actually it was a really, really smart thing and super selfish and excellent of me for to go for. And selfishness is not bad. There's like that connotation, right? That that's bad, but it was actually yeah. important for me to put self first, to work on my state and um, not procrastinate yet keep integrity with myself and just move that time block of working on those things to a different time yeah if i move the time block again and again and again then yes i'm procrastinating yeah and then i have to ask why am i avoiding the work yes and then sometimes it's because we don't think we're worthy of what's on the other side of that work Mm. and by procrastinating we're telling god source universe like i'm not ready for that yet Yes. And there's some questions we might want to ask ourselves about how we're using the tool of procrastination and why. Yes. Come on now. How are we using the tool of procrastination and why? Because I feel like okay, a lot of things of what you were saying talked about the productivity, about, you know, you know, just shifting things in our days and, and utilizing our energy. And, and ultimately, the key is to tend to our vibration. 
And this is something that I have really started to master in, in more recent months because I have a lot of things coming my way, like always, always, especially now that my business is growing. Yet, especially when we have the challenging things, I can't get to the things that actually matter if I'm stuck in this, you know, space of desperation or anger or grief or, uh, you know, longing. And so for me, and for others that are listening that may find themselves in this space, it's actually more important for you to tend to that energy or tend to that emotion so that you can transmute it and make sure that you're releasing it and giving it back to, you know, wherever it came from so that you can operate at the highest level, to your point, the high level mastery. And it's in that state where when you get to the work, whatever it is you're your your school work, your work work, your family work, that you're going to be able to, you know, master that and do really well at that too, because now you're bringing a different set of energy, skills, tools, vibrations to that action. So this all kind of deeply resonates with me. And when we think about, there's two signals that are happening. There's the physical, so the action that we're doing, but then there's mm-hmm. the metaphysical. And with the metaphysical, the head and the heart need to be in coherence. So if my head's like, you need to do this work, but my heart is still trying to process something that uh, maybe I was dealing with, they're not in coherence and they're sending out uh, different the, the wrong frequencies. So as Dr. Joe Dispenza says, your heart sends out that frequency and then the thoughts can hop onto that frequency and you're creating your reality. So if these are an incoherence, then I'm actually, the work I'm going to do later is not going to get the results that I want. Mm. It's a new way to think about it. Like I know for me as a teenager, my mom started to bring in energy work. So it's not so new for me. Nice. I thought, you know, you're crazy. What's this, you know, the secret thing. And then later I'm like, oh, tell me more. Tell me more. Wow. So for many people, it might be new, but there's if you haven't heard of the biology of belief, um, each thought has a physiological response in our body, and that's a study of epigenetics, which means epi means above gene. So your consciousness, your thoughts are turning on and off gene and protein expressions, yeah. changing your state. So there's the energy you're sending out into the quantum field, mm-hmm. and then there's the energy you're sending within. Mm. And so if there's a physical and a non-physical that we're working with, and we know Semyon can... Uh, perfected photographing our energetic body in the 60s. Yeah. We just don't know what we don't know. So they're like, oh, what do you mean? You've got this energy body. But with the energy body, that's sending out the signal. So if we're taking an action, but the energy that we're in and the feelings and the thoughts that we're having aren't in alignment with that, that's that incoherence. And Mm -hmm. things are harder and the results aren't the same. And if you could just take a moment to change your state, so gratitude, breath work, journaling, um, we can move our state with frequency. So I have mm-hmm. angelic tuning forks, you can mm-hmm. play your favorite music, also mm-hmm. through movement, so mm-hmm. dance party or going for a run, mm-hmm. um, and then through breath work. Mm-hmm. So we want to be able to move that energy so that when we do go and take the action, our head and our heart are in coherence with the desired outcome. Yeah, that part. 
it's all about alignment essentially. So when your head and your heart are in alignment, then the the actionable the actionable things that you're trying to do will be able to manifest with ease. And that's really the goal of the meta business work of the metaphysical work is to do more by doing less. Like yes, yes, to achieve more by doing achieve, less. achieve yeah. more by doing less. Yes, yeah. achieve yeah. more by doing less. And I, this is the new earth way. And, and this is heaven on earth when really we're allowing the work to happen for us. Like this is what we are almost taught in business. Like let your money work for you. Like this is actually it. Like this is letting your money work for you. This is letting your life work for you. This is letting, you know, your spirit team work for you. If you want to get into the metaphysics of it, because we have all of this energy, these energies in our own being and then in the, in the, like you said, in the quantum field that are ready and just this like, latent potential that can be put into action just with our thoughts alone. Like you said, epigenetics, like above our genes. So it has to be in the metaphysical. So I love, 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 love this conversation about how we achieve more by doing less. Absolutely. And I mm-hmm. love in the modern mystery school, they teach us, um, we have ideas, thoughts, plan, and then action. So these mm-hmm. are your four keys of manifesting. And mm-hmm. I added a fifth one, and I truly believe it's belief. Yeah, okay. So we have to change our beliefs because that's our unconscious programming, running 95% of our thoughts, feelings, and actions every single day. So we can. that's part of the working really hard. People work really hard, but you don't realize that unconsciously you're self-sabotaging. So Period. that's like, oh, a whole conversation to go into on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we want to begin to think about being able to step into our highest self every day and be in that energy. Mm. So one of my favorite uh, things to listen to is Entering the Spirit of It by Thomas Gerard. Okay. And so he talks about, and I love the examples in Athlete, they don't show up on the line going like, I don't know if it's going to work. I don't think I'm good. It's going to do it. And they're like half enthusiastic. They're like on there in their mind. They've already won a billion times. They've played it out in their mind. They work with sports psychologists. They're in there and they're enthusiastic. Yeah. So how do you bring that enthusiasm into your mm. mind? The mm. livingness of it, he calls mm. it. Mm. Right? If you look at athletes, they're only in the present moment. I love in hockey, they some of their shifts are like 30 seconds and they are nowhere else but there right then. Thinking mm. about what they what their desired outcome is and being in the present moment. But most of the time we're off in our own minds and entertaining all that past conditioning, current circumstances. Yes. And it's hard. We waver. We're like, oh, desired result. Oh, no, wait, current circumstance. Desired result. Yes. Past thought. Desired result. Oh, what my parents told me. Desired result. Mm -hmm. Oh, what my parents' results were. And we just keep wavering. And that's where you win is being able to be in the present, in the now, and bringing the enthusiasm into your life right now as you already have your goal achieved. Yes, yes. Yes. And for those that are listening to this and watching this, this is exactly how it's done. And I I must tell you that it is it is a lot more complex than how she's describing it, because it's not just simply making your brain think that you're in the present moment, because I feel like in the beginning, like that's what a lot of people are trying to force this presence of mind. However, there's like you said, that's only five percent of our consciousness. We have ninety five percent that's operating like on, you know, 
speed autopilot. Uh, autopilot exactly and so when you're having this autopilot this autopilot thoughts autopilot thinking you have to be conscious about clearing that out so this is where people like me or people like heather or other metaphysical masters in the field are able to support you in clearing out that 95 percent of the bunk that you've been carrying with you that really isn't your shit. And yeah. this is a lot of times what I'm telling my friends and we're going through stuff and we're attracting things. They're like, how the am I in this? And I'm like, sis or, or bro, like, this is not yours. Like, this is, we are dealing with millions of years of memories and experiences in our DNA. It could well be, be our soul, you know, our past lives or very well not be. Yet it's still trauma from generations prior that we're carrying with us that has to be cleared. And when that is cleared, then that operating in the presence of moments actually becomes much more easier. And I must say that at the athletes are a very great example because they've had muscle memory, they've trained, but they're like, they're, they are physical masters. And so they have done the work. Yet we have to ourselves do that metaphysical work in terms of understanding how to stay in that present moment. And for me, it was a lot of things, but definitely Tai Chi supported me in that in understanding how to feel all the different pains in my body and I'm still having to hold a posture for 45 minutes. So like, how do I stay present when there's all the, this noise that I want to run from? So there are so many different ways. And I just, we, we can get into that too with you. Well, I love hot yoga and cold plunging. Mm-hmm. And, oh. yeah. and we did, I did a yin yoga class yesterday, which is where you're holding the poses for longer and they're uncomfortable. And it's this, like with an athlete, they're going to do things that are uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's where our growth lies. That's where our best life is. Um, and so with the physical exercises it's actually such a mental exercise let alone the happy endorphins and everything you get from it Mm -hmm. but it's such a mental exercise to push yourself 10 seconds longer than you thought you could Mm. stay in a ridiculously hot room even though Mm. inside you're literally like you're dying like you need to leave why are you here and then 20 minutes later you're still in the room and you're like right i can do it yeah it's that consistent practice in the physical with the mm-hmm. as well that allows you to have that mental willpower that when you catch yourself wavering, you can just quickly bring it back. That part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and what she's really referring to is embodiment. And this is really the work is when you start going through your, your metaphysical training and you're all in your mind and you're all about all these things. It's really the next level is how do I embody these teachings how do I embody this, this way of being? And, and so the embodiment comes through movement. And very simply, it, in my view, I don't really see it happening any other way because this is why as human beings, we were given these bodies. We were meant to move our bodies, be in our bodies, feel our bodies, especially our organs. And, and that's to me is, is the best way to really to, to be, to be. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. is being, that's the present. Like in the mm-hmm. hot yoga process, they always say, get into your body. Mm-hmm. So all you're doing is breathing and moving your body. And the mind is always going to be busy. It's always going to be doing its thing. And we just have to ab- begin to practice observing instead of participating. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So when we stop 
um, grabbing thoughts and then creating stories around them. Mm-hmm. We all know exactly what I'm talking about. Like you mm-hmm. had a thought and then there was, you were reading a book and you had a thought and then yeah. you had a whole tangent and there was a story and then you were two pages later, but you don't remember what you read. Yeah. <laughs> so we all know there's stories going on there all the time. And the best thing you can do is, and it's all through practice. Yeah. Um, it's all through practice of mental willpower, of meditation, mm-hmm. through exercise to constantly observe instead of get involved yeah observe decide what you would prefer observe decide what you would prefer thank you for i love how abraham hicks says thank you for the contrast yes (laughs) yes what i prefer yes exactly and not only thank you for the contrast but now i know what i like and what i don't like and that's the part that's kind of tricky for people is people don't really like to experience things that that they don't like and the only way to know what you don't like is to experience that you don't like it. And, and then you're able to kind of put more of what you do like into the bucket. Like, I love how she says, experience the contrast. And then you say, okay, this is what I like, universe. I want more of this. I want more of these. And it just keeps getting better and better, like to use her words. And I love that. And of course, this is the Meta Business Millennial Podcast. So I want us to get more into the the practicality, if you will, the business of this metaphysical being. So what are some ways in which you actually coach your clients in, in integrating these kinds of practices into their business business life? Well, my favorite thing to teach is my business bliss workshop. And this is when we go through those five keys of goal achievement and manifesting. So we help you generate ideas. So if 95% of your thoughts are on autopilot, then how do you change your thinking? You have yeah. to generate a new idea. Mm. And how do you generate a new idea? You have to be in possibility. So for a few years now, people have been stuck in fight or flight. Yeah. It has been a little wild. And if you um, are not conscious of your mindset, we could be stuck in a fear state. Mm-hmm. And that puts us in a, in, in a physical state of fight or flight or freeze mode. Mm. And that doesn't allow us to use a certain part of our brain that will even generate new ideas, possibilities, see what we can create. We it, like your body literally starts even turning off your immune system and you just start going mm-hmm. into absolute survival mode. Ooh. So we have to first, as we talked about already, change the state mm-hmm. so that we can get into possibility. Mm. Then I have people do idea dumping. I love how Napoleon Hill did 45 minutes of idea dumping every single day. And he said, one of them will be your million dollar idea. So you can simply ask yourself, like, how can I increase my service today? And just start jotting down ideas. So then I ask you to choose one idea to lean into. And we take that and we turn it into a goal. So in neurolinguistics programming, we call it a smart goal, specific, measurable, realistic with a timeline. Yeah. It doesn't have a timeline. It's a dream. Um, and the universe is still waiting for you to put your order in, right? I love how the analogy is like, I'd love financial freedom. It's like saying, hey, I want a pizza. It's like, but what do you want on the pizza? What kind of pizza do you want? So specific, measurable, so quantifiable, so you know when you've attained it. Mm-hmm. Um, something that's attainable and realistic. I used to hate the realistic part, but it needs to be so that the belief is there. Yeah, yeah. As we talked about part of, as Napoleon Hill says, whatever the mind of the man can conceive and believe. And believe that part. Yes, Mm because that's when we can 
uh, create that enthusiasm and enter the spirit of it. We must start to believe it. Mm -hmm. So we create our SMART goal. And then immediately what comes up, you start entering in NLP, they call the putrefication process. So you're here and you want to go here, but this is your glass ceiling. So this is your current belief system, your operating system, your self-image, your unconscious mind. So you go to make a jump to where you want to go and you hate the glass ceiling. And then you get to bounce around and usually get tested at least three or more times. Um, Am I worthy? Do I want this? Yeah, this is where I say you get to become a diamond. Ah. You formed under pressure. Yeah, new version of you because the person that got you here can't get you here. That part. So as soon as we hit here, we've decided what we want. The first is to decide. If you didn't decide, you cannot have it. So if you say I try, your unconscious mind literally goes not decided. Forget it. And there's so many things in the brain that will work with you or against you if you don't decide. Mm -hmm. So we decide what we want. Then we have to own the thoughts because immediately the not your unconscious mind's job is to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. So it will literally start self-sabotaging, mm-hmm. pulling you back, telling you can't, no, you can't do that. Stay safe, comfort here, com- mm-hmm. uncomfortable here. Mm-hmm. Conscious zone wants you here, unconscious wants you in this zone, but your growth and your best life is here. So you mm-hmm. literally have to become a new version of you. And yes. Yeah, and in I love this book, um, The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard, and he says the old version of you literally needs to die, and it's, you don't even know where the old body is buried. Yeah. Because that person got you here, and it can't get you here. That so you, you decided, now you have to own your mind, and you have to go through the transformation process. Mm-hmm. And so that's the first two ideas and thoughts are in the metaphysical. And then how do we bring what we desire down into the physical? That's your plan and action. Yes. So without a plane, we're wandering aimlessly. So how do we create a plan? And then I say we marry our goal and not our plan because God, universe can guide you to a way better plan if you're open to it. But you have to start taking action, have a plan to take action, to start creating the energy to show the universe that this is what I want and this is what I'm in alignment with so Mm -hmm. that it can start to bring to you the right people, circumstances and opportunities to Mm -hmm. create that. Yes. So we had no idea. Then we decided. Then we had to own our thoughts because the unconscious mind was like, you're crazy. You can't do that. Yes. And then you're like, no, Heather said I can. So I'm going to have the willpower and I'm going to hold that thought. And, um, and then we have to create that plan and get into inspired action. Yes. I call inspired action is first we decide what we want and then we get into the state of the goal achieved. So we decide on the desired outcome is one. Mm-hmm. Two, then we have to get into the feeling of the goal achieved. And mm-hmm. the feeling is the secret by Neville Goddard. So the feeling the is the language of your unconscious mind, which is mm-hmm. going to help trigger the state that you're in, which is going to help trigger the point of attraction that you mm-hmm. have. So we're going to own our state of being the person with our goal achieved. Mm-hmm. So we had ideas, thoughts. Now we got to be that person. We got to get into inspired action. But the action that we're taking has to also be in the feeling of the goal achieved. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right on the outcome. And then we take action in the feeling of the goal achieved. Hence why I went and changed my state this morning. Yeah. So I could take today in the feeling of the goal achieved. Yes. The actions. um, There's so much more I could teach you about the actions. But a lot of the times we take so many actions because we don't have clarity on what we want. Yes. 
And so when you decide what you want, you can create boundaries and say mm-hmm. yes or no to what is going to move you closer to your goal. So then the action, the question before you take the action is, will this thought, feeling, or action move me closer to my goal? And if mm. the answer is no, then we want to not do those things. And I love how Bob Proctor said, whatever you're doing right now, you're trading your life for. So mm-hmm. I hope it's worth you. Yes. And whatever's in your calendar is what you're trading your life for. Yes. So how do you know what to say yes and no to? It's the first know what you want. Decide on it. And then ask, will this move me in that plan and these actions get me there? And if it's yes, then take a moment, sit in the feeling of the goal achieved, then take the action. And if you can use this in your business, instead of just being like, I got to get stuff done right? That addiction to productivity, like I got to go do this thing. I have to take this action. This is on my to-do list. Actually pause, go through the process, decide what you want it to be, and then take the action. And so I teach a reframing exercise in the thought lesson. And so I'd love to share that. Yes. It's the contrast exercise. Okay. Use it in your business. So you look at two areas of your business that you want to see improvement. You can do this with relationships, your life, your health, whatever you want, but let's use it in business. So what Mm -hmm. are two areas in your business you would like to see improvement? First, we have to identify a current state, right? So here's what's currently happening. Then that's the contrast. What would we prefer? Well, here's what I'd actually prefer. And then you can create a new affirmation with your desired outcome then you can repeat that because the unconscious mind is going to say oh current circumstances past circumstances keep bringing you back to that negative pole and now you have a new affirmation that will help you switch your state immediately into that positive pole so if you're looking for more client attraction it's i attract the perfect premium clients with ease yes Right. And it's using that reframing exercise because your mind knows no difference between real and imagined. So if you go through that process of ideas, thought, plan, and action, that's how you achieve every goal over and over again. But we do lose first in the mind. So use the reframing exercise to observe what perhaps could use some improvement (laughs) and then decide what you want and make an affirmation around that and just keep repeating it. So auto suggestion, spaced repetition of an idea or thought over time is exactly how you got conditioned. So recondition yourself. Yes. I do timeline therapy and we can do it a lot quicker. And I still use auto suggestion with that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I love how you break things down because you make it so simple using basic terminology, real life examples, so that it's really clear, how do I go about activating my my fullest potential and really truly living the life of my dreams? And one thing that kept coming to mind as you were saying that since we were talking about Abraham Hicks is your vibration precedes your manifestation. So Mm -hmm. even after doing all this work, it's really, as we started with it, tending to your vibration making sure you're in the feeling of success before you actually achieve or even try to go into the action of achieving success. So it's really about making sure you have the feeling and it can start really simply with affirmations. And I have to say that, and this is for everyone listening and watching, that I've had more or less the same set of affirmations for the past four years. And I've recorded them, I've written them down, and I actually have a a called Think Up that I play. And it plays them with background music, and I play them behind my music. I play them going to sleep, I play them in the morning. And for four years, 
And I must say that for many of them, not even all of them, I'm just now starting to feel the embodiment of those affirmations. Because like you said, you have to actually believe it. And I didn't even realize how many unconscious blocks I had in being able to receive things that like, you know, money is my friend and the value of my investment in it is growing every day. That's one of my uh, affirmations. But you see how I just said it? I said it because it's like money's my homie. Like I really feel that way. But back then you can even hear it in my voice the way I said it. I'm like, money is my friend and the value of my investment in it is growing every day. Like it was, it was like, so like, damn, you don't really feel like you're feeling that way. <laughs> but like the difference between that and then how I said it now is just like night and day because um, this work, y'all, it's it's not for the faint of heart. Like this is what we're doing and what we're teaching and what we're talking about. This is actually what the true hero's journey to be able to reprogram your body, reprogram your mind, reprogram your subconscious. Like this is not light work. I mean, it actually is light work, but (laughs) but but it's not really it's not really that easy. And so it and 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 not and with that being said, that does not necessarily make it not fun or not worth trying. It's just it's just the comment and saying that this work takes time. It takes being graceful with yourself. It takes patience. It takes uh, a little bit of um, uh, what's the word? Like comedy, like 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 ha- laughing at yourself. Just being, just understanding that that this is is it's like a roller coaster. You're gonna be screaming sometimes, crying. You're gonna want to kill yourself, kill somebody else, and then you're gonna be <laughs> you're gonna be joyful. You're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna be. Ah! like hands in the air, jumping, screaming. So, and then sometimes you're going to be really zen and peaceful because I know everyone's thinking like, oh, Aaron, you're so zen. You're so calm. But like, I'm like, y'all, you can see me on most days by myself. Because <laughs> we're all just human. We're so yeah. human. And one of my yeah. coaches used to say, yay, human. Like, yes. you just, you felt your emotions. You had a trigger. You unconsciously responded. That's okay. It happens to human, but it created yes. an awareness that we have some growth there. Yes. And, yes. And we have an emotion of lot, like a ladder of emotions, as Abraham Hicks says, right? Mm-hmm. We're not always going to be up at joy. Mm-hmm. But if you can go from resentment to anger and mm-hmm. anger to hope and hope mm-hmm. to joy and just mm-hmm. keep moving up that ladder and each day choose to feel a better, choose to think a better feeling thought. Yes. As I love that. Says, yes. yes. And it's, it's, it's literally, a, it's a journey. It's day in and day out. I was in Bob Proctor's master class in 2021. He was 80, almost 86, I think, still doing new things, launching a new master class incredible and so i asked him like how he calls it the terror barrier so i say your comfort zone but he calls it a terror barrier so this is your current life and where you are and this is what you want and it's on the other side of what is called your terror barrier or wow they call your putrefaction process or i call it transformation tornado but basically you're here and you've got to go through this process to get here and i said do you got a simpler effort like an affirmation or like anything that makes this process easier he was like no every time you just get comfortable being uncomfortable Mm. 
And so even at 86, he sets a new goal. He goes through the whole process again. Mm. And it's every time you go through it with a little bit more awareness, mm-hmm. you stay in the sticky stuff, not as long. Your pity parties aren't as long. Yeah. They, they may not dip as low. Like, yeah. You just get better and better at um, that self-mastery component. And the process never changes. So as soon as you achieve a goal and you want to go to the next one, because we're humans and we always want more and we'll never be done. Yeah. You just, you get better at the managing of the emotions of your reactions versus your responses. Um, and you can quicker get back into that state of the goal achieved. And I always say like the bigger the goal, the longer that transformation that part (laughs) that part and this this is good for business people to hear because i don't know now one business person that don't want to have a billion dollar company you know what i'm saying like everyone wants a unicorn everyone wants to be a billionaire and i say it's absolutely possible i believe that all that everyone in our generation especially the millennial and later generations has the potential to be billionaires like within the next 10 years. Honestly, I believe that. Love 10 that. to 30. And so, but we have to do the work. We have to understand what it takes to remove the the preconceptions that money doesn't grow on trees or that I have to work hard for every dime or I have to pull myself up by my bootstraps. Like this programming is so entrenched and embedded in us. And and we can get into it. Like, I mean, we're we're essentially enslaved by this matrix because of this program. And it's not just the slavery of, for, you know, for the Americas, that the, the story that we've been told. It's an enslavement of our minds and, and an enslavement of our of our of our energy, if you will, to believe that we have to be beholden to someone else in order to in exchange for money. Yes. And and so this is fundamentally the the conception that needs to be debunked, especially in business for us to understand our potential to be able to have the billion dollars, to be able to not have to, you know, rely on whatever organizations or companies are doing on, on the stock exchange to get returns. We actually have the ability to return this investment in ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this is what I've always told myself. Did I always embody it like this? Hell no. However, I told myself years ago, I'm going to invest in myself because I've, I went to Harvard Business School. I went to Harvard Kennedy School. I did what all these other guys did. So I have to be able to do what they did. And I told myself that not really knowing what it took <laughs> by telling myself that having that belief, what that belief, what that seed would germinate within me and knowing, oh, wow, now I have to go on this incredible metaphysical healing journey to actually achieve what I told myself was possible years ago. So mm-hmm. this is why... I believe fundamentally that this work is necessary in business because of our just unique desires to live abundant lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I say we're our own glass ceiling. So mm-hmm. we all have a desire. And I mm-hmm. um, I had shared a goal with a coach once about being a multi-billionaire and in Bob's masterclass, there were multi-billionaires. And he was like, you know, we have people in here writing multi-trillionaire. And I was like, well, I could try oh. I'm like, try it on. I'm going to try it on. So I wrote that for like a year and I have it, I call it my bag, my big hairy audacious goal. I have it recorded with Hertz healing music in the background. And I hadn't listened. I uh, hadn't listened to that one in a bit and you listened to it this morning and you're right. You're like, oh my God, when I wrote that and, and like recorded that the first time you're like nuts, this guy's nuts, but Hey, how do you make a billion dollars look small? Aim for a trillion. I like huh. that. 
Okay. Okay. And then now you're like, oh yeah, the billion dollars, it seems a hundred percent possible. Yeah. Um, but there's a moment where like your self image needs to catch up with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And through that mm-hmm. growth process and healing process, which is like, it's so much fun. And it's also a journey. My friend who I do the timeline therapy monthly exchange with her and I mm-hmm. joke like, sometimes can't it just be like a normal human today? Like, do I have to be like on this growth journey? Does everything have to mean something? Do I have to learn something from everything? Um, but yeah, and that's part of the fun because we came here to feel. Yeah. And they say, you know, in the ether, there's, it is nothingness. Yeah. Right? We are just, we are just, what we are and then mm-hmm. here is where we get to experience all the highs yes. in life so it's <laughs> learning just to like to enjoy that journey and so make sure you're surrounded by the right people mm-hmm. on that journey and as business owners that's really important because they say yeah. only 10 percent of the population is willing to be a business owner yeah Probably only about 50 of them will own their mind 50 percent will like own their mind and stay if that and keep going so if you are the one in 20 in your environment that is the only one who's growing the only one who's believing in possibilities the only one who is starting to understand you're an infinite intelligence and you're an infinite being um then we can be here to support others on their journey but it's important that you find a community that pulls you up because yeah. we can't grow bigger than our environment and our community and energetically and in our results your cells will start to mimic your behavior will start to mimic your income will start to mimic all of that so it's so important that you listen to podcasts like this yes with people like Erin and her community mm-hmm. because if not you'll always stay the same and those are the people who are going to desire more but not willing to do the things to have more and you can't get something for nothing and that's law period <laughs> that's law come on now that's law yeah. I love that and you brought me to tears with that because fundamentally this is why we are here we came here to feel through all these things. And this is just so pertinent for me right now because I'm just, I'm really desiring a divine mate. And I, my heart is just, it's its completely like going through a transformation right now. I'm healing all these masculine wounds, these father wounds, all these things as I try to invite this energy of a, a masculine flesh into my life. And it's very, very painful. And it, it, it makes me cry sometimes. And I'm just like, wow, like, I, I frankly have to be honest, like, I hate that I have to feel this way. Yet, at the same time, I am very much aware that this is why my soul came here was to feel this aching, (laughs) to feel this aching feeling, because there is no, there is no possibility for my consciousness to know how deep my love can go without being in this body. Yeah, especially this feminine body. Let's get into that energy, too, because as women, we have the ability to feel so much deeper because we have this thing called a uterus. We have the the womb that holds all the information of all times in our body. So by creation, the womb of creation, the womb universe in our beings. So we we literally are are feeling into ancient antiquities, into our beings. And so that is what our soul came here for. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. And that goes through our relationships, through our mm-hmm. business, with clients, with experiences. Yeah. Yeah. 
And um, that was part, you know, I'm inviting in my perfect divine partner as well. And <laughs> as we go through the experiences to learn about the contrasts, mm -hmm. um, to decide more of what we'd really like in that desire bucket, um, we have to go through releasing what that triggered, right? If something mm -hmm. happened, um, nothing we can't see without us that's not within us mm. so if something is happening then we want to go in and ask ourselves what is there for us to learn what's the lesson in the blessing so we yes contrast yeah but we also have to find what we call the learnings like in timeline therapy in your unconscious mind we have to get the learnings so that we can release the trauma cycle and you can do that in your life as well so I had to ask myself like what is there for me to learn from this experience oh I'm worthy of more and it's okay for me to request more yes and and to um also be self-expressed and feel safe that it doesn't matter what the other person has to say back yeah and so that you know we're going through that journey and that's part of why i went for a run to switch my state this morning mm -hmm. i had a trigger and then i had a healing and then i was like time to switch a state and move some energy and then you know at the end it's the same process and we're doing it day in and day out and your mentors my mentors everyone who's on that healing journey that's really wanting more and ready to step into it it is it is a process and may you learn to enjoy the journey because it's not about the destination in the business mm -hmm. it's not about the billion dollars it's what the billion dollars will get for you um and allow you to do but it's also about the person you get to become yeah as you earn that billion dollars the unfolding the revealing of who you are as you get to where you're supposed to be or where you thought you were supposed to be and that was not even it Cause you no. get it and you're like, Oh my God, like who have I become in the process? And traditionally in business, as it's represented in movies, media, they're nasty, they're ugly. They're more often than not white male. They're, you know, they're, um, you know, greedy, vindictive, you know, you know, all the, all the most horrific things that you would think of a human being being is what's really re what's often reflected as business tycoons yeah and and we're here heather and i to really show you that this is the contrast <laughs> like this, <Yeah>. is, <laughs> this is this is actually what it supposed to be you know what i'm saying and so for when we get to the trillion dollars i love that you put that on my consciousness and my awareness when we You're get to that, when you get to that, when you get to that level, and you get to see, wow, look how beautiful she is. Look how kind she is. Look how everyone wants to be around her and in her presence and whatever she says. Her her voice is like medicine. So it's just, I mean, it's gonna be a complete contrast to what we've experienced in the millennia past as it relates to leadership as it relates to business, as it relates to dominance and control, all those things that we thought are going to just look so different. And we are in the unfolding process now. And I'm grateful for that. And I love that. And there's a place for the feminine, the masculine, and they need to go together. The masculine gets shit done. Okay. Mm -hmm. We all need to put on our masculine pants sometimes, but mm -hmm. you know what the feminine divine is, is allowing God and source to work through you and finding mm -hmm. the balance between the two of them. That old school toxic masculinity mm -hmm. is the old earth. And that's yeah. what 
I'm here to help birth the new earth by supporting mm -hmm. conscious entrepreneurs who mm -hmm. put people and planet over mm -hmm. profit. Yeah. And that is the new way. And I even had a, a podcast guest on recently. We were talking about she did self-image, uh, self-style coaching. And we have been talking about, you know, the evolution of humanity, even as next conscious shopping. Mm. Right? And instead of saying, like, what brand are you wearing? It'll be how does that brand give back? Is it ethically made mm. in the highest good of all involved? Yes. Like, that's the next level. And if you are truly a business owner and you want to be leading in the world, yeah. if you want to leave that legacy and that impact, we leave people with an impression of increase mm -hmm. and choose to do for ourselves and in our business what is in the highest good of all. That part. That part, mm -hmm. that's how you win because mm -hmm. that leaves people with an impression of increase, which also works with the law of attraction to attract back more of the same in your life. Because if you actually read um, Thinking Grow Rich, he talks about all these successful tycoons, but you know where they all ended up some suicide, some broke, um, like, oh, they were so they don't actually the portrayal of what it looked like looked amazing but in the end the karmic came back ramifications always come they always do and i love this is a great place to kind of start to wrap up because this is essentially what the new earth is about it's about reaping what you sow and you plant good seeds you tend to the soil you be a good person, you're going to bear much, much fruit, just like it says in the Bible. And this is what we do. And this is what business is. This is what meta business is. This is what holistic business is. And I am so grateful to you for your wisdom, your, your experience, your lived experience here that you brought, your timeline, jumping, quantum leaping, all those things that are happening for you. It's fairly invisibly evident. So thank you so much. Well, it's absolutely my pleasure to share my energy and wisdom with you guys. And if I can leave you with one thing, um, bet on you, right? Bet on you. You can do it. Believe in yourself, have mm -hmm. a vision and go for it. You came here with a purpose and a gift and you have it and you get to do it in a business and you get to serve. Selling is serving. Yes. So take your service and sell it so that you can leave that impact, that legacy mm -hmm. of love mm -hmm. and truly birth that new earth of unity consciousness so that we can have peace in heaven on earth for the highest good of all. So thank you so much, Erin. You're welcome. And just, just let our listeners know, our viewers know where they can find you, how they can work with you or any other things that, um, you know, communication things I might've missed there. Absolutely. So Heather Lee Chapman and I am the CEO of Own It Empire. So you can check out ownitempire.com and check out our habit tracker. So I have a holistic high performance habit tracker. So we go through self and business mastery because if we want to change our results, we change our beliefs and our beliefs show up in our habits. And that's what we do every single day that compounds our time to give us the results. So change your habits and change your life. And so I dare you to go over there and grab that free customizable habit tracker. And you can find me on all my channels, Own It Empire, Heather Lee Chapman, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikToks full of so much wisdom. So you can check that out. And uh, thank you again. I hope to see you all there. And I hope you grab that habit tracker because 90 days from now, you can need a telescope to look back at where you were today. Come on now. You don't need a telescope to see that far back. Oh my <laughs> God. Too far, light years ahead. 
Okay, I love it. All right, thank you so much again, Heather. And to all our listeners and viewers, thank you for listening to the Meta Business Millennial Podcast. And we'll catch you on our next episode. Love and light. Peace. Did you really love this episode of the Meta Business Millennial Podcast? Well, I am honored. And I appreciate you subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing it with your friends. Because your feedback allows us to co-create more enlightened conversations. And if you're interested in growing your soul now, head over to my website, erinpatton.com, to find all the show notes, links, and free resources to get your energy activated today. In the meantime, stay bright, my friends. Much love and light. Peace.